What if you were given a choice? A choice between life and death. But choosing life would mean enduring pain beyond comprehension. This is the survival story of Mary Vincent. The odds were most certainly not in her favor. But when her attacker left her for dead, after throwing her down a 30-foot embankment, she made a choice. A choice to choose life. A choice to not let evil prevail. It's Nicole. And this is Ben. And you are listening to Wicked and Grim. A true crime podcast. And just like that, we have a new intro. Boom, boom, boom. That was pretty, pretty slick. Well done. Oh, shit. Well, I had to take a few takes. I'm not going to lie because uh, you can't fumble in a fucking intro like that. <laughs> well, third time's a charm, though. You nailed it on the third, third attempt. Yeah, there you go. It's kind of exciting, actually. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I think it's a little little uh, interesting way to give you guys a bit of a feeler for what we're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. Instead of always being like, hey, it's Nicole. Yeah, so. And then sifting through our little bit of an intro of like yapping and catching guys up on stuff, which we're still going to do. Totally. But uh, this way you get, at least get that that understanding of what's to come. Yeah, and it kind of gets your little excitement of what's to come. Yeah, the blood flowing, the thoughts going, you mm-hmm. know, and the nerves and the hair in the back of your neck standing up because no one likes to hear that kind of shit. Or do you? Because that's why you guys are here listening. I'm very excited. Um, I was a little jelly of your survival story, so I had to had to do one of my own because it's kind of fun to research, actually. I think we should do some more survival stories. When the outcome isn't super grim, it's kind of nice. It was. And it was actually really awesome to talk about someone who had strength like that and actually to come out on top. Oh, so powerful stuff. No kidding. Uh, so yeah, we'll definitely be doing some more survival stories and you guys should send us a request on survival story. If you guys have survival stories you want to hear specifically, uh, hit us up. Whether it's an email or whether it's uh, an Instagram or something like that, mm-hmm. just tell us. We did get a couple after the last one because I think people enjoyed it. So yeah, yeah, it's a little more uplifting than hearing. Well, and then they fucking died, and that sucks because that does fucking suck. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, that's one way. Well, um, it does. It fucking sucks hearing that, right? So, yeah, over and over. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to note before I forget, so. Last week, we put two episodes out. Yes. And um, the second one was the Lacey Peterson case. Mm -hmm. And that one is actually showing up below. What was your case again? Allison. Uh, Fuck, what's your last name? Oh, no. Botha. Botha. Okay. I was like, oh, no. Um, Yeah. So that Allison one came out first and then Lacey Peterson, but it is showing in like a reversed order. So don't be mad at us. We did actually put two out there just in a weird order. Yeah. Um, and thank you for putting me on the spot there. You know, I'm fucking horrible with names. Yeah. Well, you do it to me all the fucking time. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Sorry. So I guess I got what's coming to me. Yeah. Here. Um, I did want to touch on something else though. We've had a lot of questions over the, the last month or so about, uh, if we're going to be making an appearance at crime con in Las Vegas coming up this week. Unfortunately, we are not going to be in attendance at crime con. Um, however, we're thinking that we might see if we can, uh, 
maybe make an appearance next year. We're not guaranteeing anything because, I mean, being up here in Canada and having to make the trip all the way down to Las Vegas, mm -hmm. and especially with um, how COVID is playing out, who knows what it's going to be like next year. Um, but we'll we'll see. We'll see if maybe next year could be the year that we'll make uh, make ourselves a little bit public appearance there. Yeah, well, I love Vegas. Um, super funny, though, it went completely over my head because I know there was like some comments, oh, like, will we be hope to see you in Vegas? And I was like, cool. Like, that's so cool. I want us to come to Vegas. Like, <laughs> I just had no idea what that meant. So you, yeah. you uh, filled me in. <laughs> yeah, there we go. It's the crime convention. Yeah, that would um, be sweet. We totally want to go. So it's just a matter of we got to make it happen. Um, so yeah, if you guys are going to be at CrimeCon, make sure you guys take lots of pictures. Tell us all about your experience down there because we want to hear all about it. We're going to be living vicariously through you guys. So hit us up. Let us know what happens. Yeah, it's probably amazing. Yeah. Um, oh, you didn't inform me on where we are in a patrons list. That's your your job we're supposed to be doing before this. Who, oh. was our, who was our last patron who signed up last when we left off? Christina. Christina. Mm -hmm. well, Christina, thank you once again for signing up for You Patreon. get double thanks. Um, if you guys want to be on the list for people we thank for patrons, uh, you can go ahead and sign up on Patreon for just like all these awesome people who get behind the scenes. And of course they get um, an extra podcast episode from us every month. Yeah. The last day of every month. So there's yep. going to be one here on Saturday. Yeah. An exclusive episode you can only find there. Uh, so sign up for that all access and you can go ahead and get that. Um, but we have had a few more people sign up. So starting with Michelle Miller, thank you very much for signing up. We appreciate your support. Mm -hmm. We got Tabitha. Um, we have Ashley Lausen, Lausing. Last names get me every time. There's always someone with like an obscurely <laughs> weird pronounced name or I'm just overthinking it. I know. Well, I think it's very obvious that we are not the best at uh, name pronunciation around here. Not so much. Um, we try. And it's not like it's obscure names by any means. It's just it, it's a little bit different, you know, a little unique or something like that. And it, it throws me for a loop. Well, if you've never seen that word before, how the hell are you supposed to just know right away how to pronounce it? Fair enough. <laughs> um, every time I, I see someone's name and I don't want to pronounce it, I'm always just like secretly in the back of my head, I before E, except after C. <laughs> and that's the only one I can remember. So it do never does me any good. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, but after Ashley, we also have Kimmy Thompson. So thank you very much for signing up for Patreon and giving us all that amazing mm -hmm. support. Y'all are awesome. Y'all are incredible and wicked. So we appreciate you. it more than you could ever know. Oh, an incredible amount. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you. What else we got? Is that it? I, I think, think so. It. Yeah, I think we can move into this uh, this epic case here. Well, maybe we should uh, put on our, our listening caps and buckle our seatbelts and get into this crime case that you got prepared for us. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited here. All right. Well, hit us up. Let's hear this story. rejuvenated my true crime juices by doing a, a, like a good one. A good one? A and good one. Maybe not being well, sick helps too. That's actually very true. <laughs> um, not that like other ones aren't good and stuff, but it's just like the outcome is kind of nice. It's nice. It's a nice feeling. Okay, so let's dive in here. Let's hear it. So it was September 29th, 1978, mm -hmm. when 15-year-old Mary Vincent decided to run away from home. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Wow, 15, hey? I know, that's so little. That's so little. That's like a child. <clears throat> it is a child. I was literally obsessed with Pokemon at 15 and Dragon Ball Z. I'm 34 and I'm still obsessed with those things. What yeah, am I talking so you about? haven't okay. changed. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Oh, okay. And speaking of Las Vegas, she was living in Las Vegas at the time with her parents, who it was reported were going through a messy divorce. Mary was one of seven children, and I think she had just had enough. She decided she needed some time away and would hitchhike to California. Wow, brave. She made it some way to Berkeley, California, but her final destination was... Um, oh, I wrote that wrong here. Sorry, I'm already like... Well, while you're looking Corona. at that, I just want to say oh. that um, I was all like thinking Final Destination, like the movies, as soon as you said that. So that's where my brain went. Oh, okay. Yeah, her final destination was there. Boom, done. Just kidding. What? <laughs> that didn't make any sense. I don't know. First of all, I was trying to buy you time to look up what you're look, talking about, well, and you I just stared at me now. the whole time. Oh. And two... You clearly haven't seen Final Destination because the movie. I feel Final like I have. We are okay. We need to stop with this every podcast where I'm in trouble for shit I haven't watched. <laughs> you gotta watch it. So anyway, her so final freaking movies. destination was Corona, California, where her grandfather lived. Oh, Corona, California. Corona. Oh, when you said Corona, I thought you were just like blaming COVID for some for you forgetting. <laughs> well, something. yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. Corona. Oh, okay. Now I should mention though, a lot of reports have different variances. Of those events. And I freaking hate that one researching. So some said she was leaving her grandfather's home and en route back to Las Vegas rather than like her going to California. Mm -hmm. But either way, it's not super important because it does not change the trajectory of what is to happen. But I just thought I should note that. Okay. So Mary was standing on the side of the road waiting for someone to stop and offer her a ride. Which is when Lawrence Singleton comes into the picture. He slowed down his van. One report showed it is a white van. I was just with no to... windows in the back. Oh. So basically like a pedophile van. Like nowadays that would just make you run for the hills, but I don't know if it would in the seventies. Like I was just about to say, of course he's driving a van and it's probably white too. Yeah. And yeah, of course. Okay. Um, I also think hitchhiking was way more of a thing in the, the oh, 70s. Yeah, it was. But cases like this, which is a big old hint for you, um, is what's made it not quite as a desirable mode of transportation nowadays. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, God. Don't hitchhike. Please, for the love of God, whatever you do, don't hitchhike. Yeah. You never know who you That are. is today's lesson. Yeah. So Lawrence was described as having a kind smile and presented a family man demeanor. He was a merchant seaman by trade, recently divorced by his second wife and had a daughter around Mary's age, which he promptly shared with Mary. I'm sure making her feel pretty comfortable, right? Like, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, this guy is like a father figure. He has a daughter the same age as me. Like, he's obviously good. Yeah, building up a rapport, building up a relationship, seeming... Um, relatable, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was apparently heading to Reno, but said he'd change, he'd happily, happily change course to take her to the direction she was wanting to go, which I don't think is often how hitchhiking works. Yeah, that's suspicious. A little bit on the suspicious side. Yeah. Oh, I'll just go ahead and give you a drive. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who are willing to do that. Um, 
But yeah, but I don't uh, think you should trust them. No, if someone's <laughs> willing to go that far out of your way, just off on a whim when they just pick you up on the side of the road, hey, there's probably yeah, no. ulterior motives, whether it's um, to murder you or just maybe they are just extremely hitting on you. But there's ulterior motives. I, I would say so. Yes. Yeah. But Mary, unfortunately, accepted this and got into the van with Lawrence. Damn. The ride started off fine. Mary was being taken in the direction she was going. She wanted to go, and all seemed well. This is really messed up, though. It wasn't until she sneezed that the first red flag would be raised. I mean, there's already been kind of some red flags. Mary apparently lit a cigarette, sneezed, and Lawrence reached over to feel her neck area, asking if she was sick. What the fuck? Like, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, no kidding. Kind of weird, but maybe kinda. if he thought she was sick, he wouldn't have offered to give her a ride. Like, I understand that. I don't want a sick motherfucker in my, in my vehicle, right? Yeah, but why would someone's instinct be to reach over and grab your neck area when you're sick? <laughs> okay, well, I wouldn't grab the neck, but I'd be like, are you sick? Are no, you no. sick? Neck area, you said. Neck. Yeah, like just like felt her neck. Okay, because I'm like, when you said neck area, I'm thinking like kind of collarbone, which could be like. Strangling. Well, if you're going for neck, I'm thinking strangling. If you're going lower towards collarbone and towards chest, I'm thinking oh. sexual. So when you said neck area, I'm thinking between those two areas. Okay, it, no, it was okay. more like neck. Okay. Like feel, I don't know he, what exactly he was feeling for. Okay. If someone was sick, I guess your neck could be swollen, but that's a little bit weird. Okay. So it was a little more like aggressive than like a sensual. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. No, it was not like sensual. I would not, I'm not what I gathered. Okay. So this alarmed her and as she didn't like physical contact, like, I mean, I don't think anyone will like that, but soon she was able to relax again and she decided to take a nap. Uh-oh. <sighs> don't take a nap. Taking a nap in the stranger's white. <laughs> creepy van after he just made a grab at your oh. neck okay let's let's keep rolling i know i feel like i would do anything to uh to stay awake in that moment but sometimes when you're tired you're tired yeah but if you guys are ever finding yourself in a situation don't take the nap don't nap don't nap you're probably gonna want to open the door tuck and roll or eat a snack when i have <laughs> eat I, a snack well, no when solution I, to everything eat <laughs> that is but when i have trouble like staying awake like watching a movie i just need a snack Yep. Okay, so when she woke up from her nap, um, she would realize they were not continuing on the route she was expecting them oh, to travel. Snap. Should have had that snack. Yes, she should have had that snack. This would put her on the edge. Scared and angry, she found a sharp stick in the car and pointed it at Lawrence, demanding he turn the van around and take her where she was wanting to go. For 15 years old, though, I honestly feel like that's quite impressive. No kidding. Balls on her. Holy like, shit. That's impressive. Yeah. Good on you, girl. Lawrence apparently calmly apologized and reassured Mary it was just an honest mistake. <laughs> just an honest mistake. Okay. She, okay. She believed him and the ride continued. Well, <clears throat> devil's advocate here, even though I know I'm wrong, I'm just trying to understand her point of view. Um, someone you just met hopping in the vehicle maybe he misunderstood the direction that you want to go maybe he thought you said something and not another thing yeah. depending on how much they discussed it he could have honestly just taken a wrong turn as well yeah exactly maybe he didn't know where the fuck he was going yeah so uh 
I'm not saying it's unreasonable for her to um, trust him again after he says it's an honest mistake. Because mm-hmm. it, it's very plausible that if this was not a serial killer true crime podcast case, <laughs> it could have been an honest mistake. It could have been. Yes. But it was another red flag. Yes. Right? Of course. And if that hadn't put it, put her on edge enough to somehow... Like, if only that had put her on edge, sorry, enough to have removed her from that situation. Like, I just wish. At one point, Lawrence stopped the van to go to the bathroom. So Mary decided to take this opportunity as well to stretch her legs. As she was outside, outside of the van, stretching her legs, she noticed that her shoe was untied. So she leaned down to tie it back up. He's coming up behind her, isn't he? As she was doing this, Lawrence snuck up behind her. Yep. And stuck, struck her across the head with a hammer. F- with a hammer? With a hammer. Holy shit. That escalated That quickly. alone could have killed her, really. Yeah. Like, getting hit on the back of your head could kill you. Whoa. Quite easily. Okay. He wow. then forced his penis into her mouth. Oh, fucking son of a bitch. And told her to perform oral sex or else she would die. This fucking skis bag. Like it real escalates here. Wow. Okay. Wow. From here, it doesn't get any better. Much worse, actually. Lawrence drags Mary to the back of the van where he rapes her, telling her not to scream or her he'll kill her. He was making it very clear that she must obey him if she wanted to leave. After bounding Mary's hands behind her, Lawrence drives her a while before eventually stopping and cuts Mary free. In his van, we're not particularly sure what it was, but Lawrence had some sort of unknown drink in a plastic jug. Probably alcohol, but who knows if there was some sort of drug in there as well, right? Mm -hmm. He forced Mary to drink it. The drink made Mary woozy and confused. Lawrence then rapes her once again repeatedly actually fuck until she passes out wow like a disgusting wow. piece of trash there are so many levels of absolute fucking i don't even know how to explain it to this uh, honestly okay. okay like the fact that like he's disgusting like just so disgusting yes. but also the fact that he has like a daughter the same age no kidding. as Mary almost like brings this up a level. Well, that's kind of what books. I was going through in my head there. Cause it's not only that um, he's like, Oh, you know, she's young and playing off maybe like, Oh, I didn't know how young she was. No, they had that conversation of my daughter mm-hmm. is around your age. Mm-hmm. So he went into this targeting that specifically, which is just beyond disgusting. Yes, and then after that, he goes on to do all this fucking horrific shit to her. Yep. Wow. Yep. Wow, okay. Like, he's a real winner. Like, just you freaking wait. By the end of this, you're going to despise him. Yeah, we're probably just scratching the surface, aren't we? Yep. All right. When she regained consciousness sometime later, the terror was not even close to being over. She pleaded, like pleaded with Lawrence to set her free. He ordered her to lie on the edge of the road. I should mention too, I haven't mentioned this yet, but at this point, like she's buck naked, like completely naked. I assumed. He then begins to say, you want to be free? I'll set you free. And heads over 
to the van to grab something. Oh, shit. He returns with an axe and proceeds to hold Mary down as she struggles and chops her right arm off. Fuck. He then moves on to her other arm and chops it off right below the elbow. Holy shit. That's it, like, it's even tough to say. Like, I can't even believe that someone would do that. Like, Mary is literally living a horror movie right now. I'm like, I, I'm only a fraction of, mind you, but I'm feeling like those hits as we're speaking right now. Like, I'm not feeling the pain, but I'm like feeling the discomfort of like, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, it wasn't like it's an axe. Like, so he was chopping. Like, it wasn't like one hit and like it's off. Yeah. Like, I honestly, the pain that that, <laughs> that that would be, oh, I just, I just can't. Holy shit. Okay. Wow. He then throws You Mar- could have warned us that this was going to be this <laughs> fucking heavy. Holy it's a shit. Heavy, it's heavy. Yeah, no kidding. Everything we cover is heavy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Fair enough. <laughs> we it have is. a warning at the beginning. Do you need me to repeat it for you? No, no, you're right. There is definitely a warning at the beginning, but I was not prepared. Okay. Oh. I got my big boy pants on. We can do this. I don't think I shared really anything of this case with you. So. No, um, no, no. I didn't. Sorry. I should have warned you. Next it's all time. good. It's all good. He then throws Mary's naked and battered body down a 30-foot embankment and stuffs her into a concrete pipe saying, okay, now you're free. What? Leaving her there to die. I'm sure in his mind there was zero chance that she would survive yeah what he had done to her well clearly if there's anything that we just learned from alice and botha um people can survive some incredible things people are amazing yeah and if there's anything i've ever learned from cinema is if someone leaves someone to die there is a chance they will not die absolutely yeah yeah so we've had that conversation on any movie oh yeah if they don't show the person (laughs) actually dying they're not dead I know, and you remind me of that so often because I'm like, no. And I'm like, they didn't show the death. They're, They're so not alive. dead. <laughs> okay, so now being that this is a badass victim survival case, I yeah, have said that. Clearly. I have a quote I wanted to share from Mary herself. She's clearly the, the badass of the day, right? Oh, 100% more than the badass of the day, yeah. So. Like, whoa. She says, he threw me off a cliff. I should have broken bones. I should have bled to death. I didn't, and I never passed out. I remember everything I wanted to give up and go to sleep, but I felt someone there with me, a presence who wanted me to survive, a voice that told me, get up and get help or someone else would die. Wow. So she's not doing this for herself. No, no. Holy shit. Her her fight to survive was basically so this monster wouldn't do this to someone else, which- is incredible that is beyond incredible like Holy you're shit. at your lowest of your low and your mindset is to like save ma- someone save else. someone else like wow wow Holy shit yeah it's like a 15 year old girl yeah oh yeah and that's the other thing that's mind-blowing is that she was 15 i can't believe she didn't even pass out yeah wow i stubbed my toe and i'm like kill me please <laughs> I know this just makes me feel like sometimes I should just never complain about anything. Yeah, no kidding. But wow. Okay, continue. So I should mention too that the area Mary ended up being in was Del Porta Canyon. Okay. 
So Mary mustered the strength to stand up and walk herself out of this situation. Wow. And she had, okay, get this. She had some amazing survival skills because she ended up shoving the ends of her arms into mud to suppress the bleeding. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. That is some good fucking instincts. Because I don't, I don't think that I would thought of that. I don't think I would have thought of that either. Like I, like that's just, wow. Wow. Holy shit. I would have been like, I would have been trying to stop the bleeding, but I don't think I would have ever thought yeah, of that. Yeah. Like you would have elevated. Yeah. But I don't know if you would like, cause like, I mean, she would have had to been like submerging them. Like it's not like she can use her freaking hand to coat it and shit. Yeah, she would have been taking a raw stubbed oh. axe wound and grinding it into mud. <clears throat> yep. Holy fuck. Is she like superwoman? <laughs> I know. Right. Wow. She then followed the sounds of the nearby free freeway all while she was raising her arms well above her head to keep the bleeding to a minimum. From the concrete pipe to her rescue, it was said she walked a total of three miles in the state that she was in. Shit. Like that is an eternity. And let me refresh your memory because she had been hit on the back of the head initially, repeatedly raped basically over the span of the night forced to drink some sort of alcohol substance, and had her arms chopped off with an axe. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Wow. I mean, I don't know. I I honestly like I most people I think would be like I'm done. I'm out. Right? Yeah. Wow. Um so I believe like the presence of someone must have been with her like she said because that is impressive. That's superhuman. That's what yeah. that is. The first people she came across on the freeway unfortunately after getting a glimpse of her, sped away in fear. What the fuck? I mean, she would have been a sight. She was completely nude, covered in blood and mud, not to mention what the severed limbs would look like. She would have been like a terrifying sight. And she even later says she doesn't blame them. She would have been a terrifying (laughs) sight for sure. I understand that. But someone who literally has their arms lopped off... Your, what what are they going to do? Well, I know she would not have been of any um, threat. Threat. That's the word. But like maybe like she ugh, like didn't even look human really. Like she would have looked like she was from like a scary movie. Still, I don't know. So they they, they did that to Allison <laughs> Botha too. They drove around her. I know. Road. Nuts. Shit. There's there's a few uh, parallels to the, their stories. Yeah. Here. 
Then she came across a couple who was traveling on vacation, and they did stop to help her. The saints that they were wrapped her in linens from their car and drove to a nearby airport where they could call an ambulance for help. At that point, all the strength Mary could muster was to keep saying that he raped me repeatedly. Fuck, poor girl. Holy shit. Once Mary got to the hospital, her badassery continued, and she immediately started working with the police to help and find her attacker, even postponing her sleep and rest to get shit done. Wow. They, they drew a sketch. So the sketch that was drawn of Lawrence was so detailed that once it was released to the media, he was immediately recognized and reported to the police. Really? Immediately. Do we know who recognized him and reported him? Some, like there's a lot of things where reports say different stuff, but the main one said that it was his neighbor who was also like a friend of his. Oh, okay, shit. So- I mean, at the, I mean, at that point, I think it'd be friends off. Well, imagine being like, oh, shit, that's my neighbor and friend. Um, imagine the fucking horror going through your head. You'd on, report them, though, wouldn't you? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'd 100% report them. But I would be like, I've been friends with this person. I've been close with this person. What could they have done to me? This person has a 15-year-old daughter, same age as what he just did this fucking unbelievable shit to this mm-hmm. person what has he done to his family like oh my god yeah yeah lawrence was then tracked down and arrested there isn't a ton of information in regards to his trial he claimed that mary was a ten dollar a night whore so a sex worker and didn't take any responsibility for the crime he committed which honestly isn't really surprising wow, to me. he just got even lower and I didn't think yep. that was possible. Oh, oh, just you fucking wait. <laughs> he also claimed there had been someone else in the car taking more blame off himself. Despite everything Mary had been through, she testified in court against Lawrence. Prior to court, she had been fitted with prosthetics. So in court, she pointed one of her hooked prosthetic arms at Lawrence indicated who her attacker was. She never once referred to him by name, but always only as my attacker, which I do like. She never gave him the she, dignity of having a name, really. It was just my attacker. Well, he's not a person. <clears throat> no. Right? And I even like hate saying his yeah. name. It's just well, like she, she's literally taking the humanity away from him, yeah. which fucking shows even more strength on her. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Wow, this girl is fucking awesome. She, Holy she shit, I amazing. love her. She's amazing. After testifying, Mary quickly left the courtroom. As she was leaving, Lawrence very quietly mentioned something to her. He later admitted that what he said to her was, I'll finish this job if it takes me the rest of my life. Holy fuck. Fuck <laughs> this guy. I know. Burn. <laughs> I know. Like, I, it's unbelievable. Like, it's almost unbelievable here. Lawrence was convicted of multiple charges, including kidnapping, attempted murder, and rape, and was sentenced to the maximum sentence of 14 years. What? The judge remarked that if they had the power, would have sent him away for his whole life. 14 but that, years. That was, at the time... 
the maximum sentence he could have received. Holy shit. And you you said he admitted to saying that he's going to finish the job. Yeah. Holy fuck. It gets worse, dude. Just keep listening here. Oh, my God. Okay. Mary had a tough time. I mean, the age of around 15 is hard enough without having gone through what she did. Yeah. Like, you're kind of just learning who the fuck you are, really. She had trouble with her family, a tough time at school, and felt isolated and attended therapy for years. As soon as Mary graduated, she moved from from her home, but she was always very secretive about her life and location and had, like, trouble leaving her house. Rightfully so. Ugh. Especially when in 14 years, this fucking slime was going to be out there probably after you. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm, I know what's going to be coming. She had a lot of fear towards Lawrence, which got real fresh once again when he was released from prison after serving eight years Fuck. Here of his 14-year sentence. Now, this is going to be basically part two of her fucking horror story because now she has a killer chasing her the fuck down, right? Not to know. No. Fuck. Not quite that. He was released early for good behavior. What? Like, I honestly don't care if he was an angel in there. No kidding. There is no way he should have been released early considering what he did and what he had said yeah. to Mary in the courtroom. You were like angry. I'm so angry. I, I, I honestly missed. How long did he actually serve? Eight years. Eight years? Eight years. Eight what years. What the fuck? And once he was released, guess what he did? Went and fucking chased her down. No, nope. this is This is wild. He sued Mary. What? <laughs> okay, I he should fucking I what? shouldn't be laughing, but you're freaking we need to be recording your face here. <laughs> he felt he was the victim in the attack against Mary oh. and sued her for forcible kidnap for the purpose of robbery. He claimed he considered the alleged events and knew he was not guilty saying he remembered Mary threatening to accuse him of rape and that she had held a stick to him. He felt that was the reason he had become violent. So therefore, that gives him the right to chop off both her arms, kick her down a fucking cliff and store her in a culvert. Um, even if, even if what he says is true, now he has gone from self-defense to fucking attempted murder, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Like, honestly, that that blew my mind that he literally had the audacity oh. to turn this around and think he's the victim. We've talked about some fucking absolutely horrendous people on this podcast. Absolutely fucking disgusting. I honestly think this is the worst fucking excuse for a human being who's I've ever even mm-hmm. learned about. Oh, just, yeah, wait till you see him. He just is disgusting. He's disgusting. Holy fuck. Thankfully, the suit never gained traction and the courts dismissed it. Yeah. (laughs) Like it it needed to have been a laughing matter, really. Oh, God. There were many people upset about Lawrence's release. No one wanted him living in their town. Angry crowds would protest. Yeah. They made it so he wasn't welcome to rejoin society for his one-year parole. And he had to live in a trailer on the grounds of the San San Quinton prison until his parole ended. His own daughter wanted him to remain in bars, which says a lot, a lot. 
She spoke a she spoke at length about the nature of her father and what he was like as a dad. Upon his release, she had fled and hid and asked law enforcement if there was any way they could keep him behind bars for longer. This is a quote from his daughter. I asked California prison personnel what could be done to keep him in longer, and I was told there was nothing. They suggested I obtain a restraining order at the time of his release. Sorry, but I mean this quite sarcastically. I tell you he's a danger. I said that before the first crime. I've changed my name multiple times and I'm moving across state lines. And you all suggest a piece of paper that will tell him exactly where I am, what my name is, and not to come within, say, 300 feet of me. Wow. She's got a very strong argument there. Yeah. Yep. And you might have noticed in that quote, it says first crime. Yeah. Indicating there may be more. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. I first wanted to mention that due to the outrage and the support from Mary, California passed a new bill in 1987. It was called the Singleton Bill, which prevents the early release of offenders who have committed a crime with torture when torture is used and carries a 25 year to life sentence. Good fucking right. But like, I almost have trouble with that because like, my God, if you have a bill like named and passed because of a crime that you committed, does that not mean that maybe you can be kept in prison? You would think so. (sighs) The problem is with something like that is like, he's gone through court. He's already had his trial. That's his fair trial. Just because a law has changed afterwards doesn't uh, mean you can go back. Yeah, but if it's reconnect. changed because of him and his no, actions. No, no, I totally get you. <laughs> I agree with you. I'm just arguing for the sake of law's sake on logistics. You know what I mean? I know. I know exactly what you're doing, but it just it blows my mind. Yeah, it's bullshit. And if only they did. After Lawrence finished his par- parole, he returned to Florida where he was from. And in 1990, he was convicted twice of theft in which he served time for. But that was nothing compared to what he did upon his release of those crimes. Oh, shit. In the spring of 1997, Lawrence was reported as seen assaulting a woman in his home in Sulphur Springs. When police responded, Lawrence was covered in blood and they found Roxanne Haynes dead inside fuck off she had been stabbed multiple times roxanne was a sex worker but more importantly a mother of three and the provider for her family holy shit so someone who's literally just trying to make ends meet for their family and he just yeah holy shit okay i mean it honestly like i have goosebumps right now but like it was inevitable that he would reoffend. yeah no kidding please please tell me that he's Permanently behind bars this time. Mary traveled from California to Tampa on the state's dime to testify against Lawrence once again and had to share the details of her her attack and the toll it has taken on her life over the years. She was not obligated to do that, but she was like, I'm doing that. Mm -hmm. Lawrence was sentenced to death, but died in 2001 at the age of 71 from cancer. Or 74, sorry, from cancer. Fucking behind bars. So he's dead. Good. Yeah, he's dead. I don't, 
Like, don't get me wrong. I don't want to sit here and wish death upon anyone. However, he deserves to fucking rot. He does not deserve to be in fucking society. He does. He got what he deserved. Period. Mm -hmm. Some people like, I mean, I get rehabilitation. I get it. I get it. And some people can be rehabilitated. But then there are a lot of people that fucking cannot. No, they can't. And there's there's actual studies on some people with um, with severe mental issues on things like who are legit psychopaths. Mm -hmm. And there's documents or sorry, there's documentaries, documentaries. What's documentation? documentaries there that's oh. it just sounded really weird when i said it <laughs> okay. first. um anyways there, there's films on people who are behind bars who've committed murders again and again and again and they're like yeah don't let me out because i will fucking kill again oh my I can't gosh help it. that's so bad because i mean honestly if anyone was to have any empathy to anyone it would be like a father of a against or a, a kid a girl a kid the same age as his own you think like that just so shows to me like how much of a monster he is in my opinion there's, there's clearly some sort of chemical imbalance or disconnect somewhere within his his brain like yeah. you have to to be able to commit something so horrendous horrendous like that and honestly mary needed that death like she needed him to die because that gave her some sense of closure yeah right she she needed that well she'd be living for the rest of her life looking over her shoulder mm -hmm. today mary is a mother of two boys her life has began to change for the better and she has begun to heal and establish close relationships as her new family became her life along with being a victim's advocate in support of victims rights mary is also an artist as she described it she's entering what she thinks of as her third face first she was a victim then a survivor and now she's an artist being that she has no hands though this is like quite a feat right mm -hmm. she's used spare parts from broken down electronics to modify her prosthetics into custom designs that work for her and work for what she wants to do which is amazing awesome her focus as an artist is to paint powerfully upbeat women she creates her own version of female action figures she also takes individual portraits for commission she's happy to be moved past the label cast on her while lawrence was still alive most people know her today because of who she is not because of what happened to her and assumed she was born the way she is Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. So that's the story of Mary Vincent. So she's officially moved on from from her past. She's an artist now. Mm -hmm. She's a mother now. And she's she's Mary. Yeah. Wow. Good on her. Yeah. Holy because, shit. I mean, there, that is something terrible that happened to her. And I don't even think anyone would judge if, like, her life took a different turn. 
Oh yeah, rightfully so. I mean, something like that, that's going to weigh a lot of people down and she's not even letting it wear down anymore. Mm-hmm. So, but like you say, um, uh, his death probably was a big relief <laughs> off her shoulder. That probably set her free. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, like it would, he would have just done more. Like, I honestly think that he might've even done more. Oh, probably. That's just hasn't never been found. There, there is some irony in that actually, because she wanted to be let free and he's like, well, now you're free when he tried to kill her, but she was actually freed in his death. Yeah. There, there's some irony yeah. in that actually. There is. Yeah. But honestly, like an incredible superhuman and um, it just makes you feel like, wow, like if you put your mind to something, you can do some powerful shit. No kidding. So. Wow. Good on her for surviving. Uh, Mary, I, I'm really not expecting you to listen, but if you ever listen to this, uh, holy shit. Good on you. You're, You're an inspiration. Inspiration. Incredibly strong. Uh, keep, keep being you. Mm-hmm. Wow. There you go. So thanks so much for listening. Yeah. With that being said, we we have Instagram, we have Facebook, all our social links are in the description of this podcast. You can find us on Patreon where you can help support us and listen to extra content, see some behind the scenes. That's our good stuff. We appreciate whether you support us there or just listen to us here. Whether you want to rate the podcast on Apple podcast or on Spotify, you can give us those ratings and that helps us push and get it out to more people too. So thank you very much for everything you do for us. Um, and as always, as always, Stay wicked.